0: This is the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief, keeping you informed about the happenings in Annapolis and the area. Local news, local sports, local events, local opinion, and of course, local weather. The Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief starts now.
1: Good morning. It's Tuesday, July 7th, 2020. This is John Frenet, and this is your Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. The Annapolis Police Department is investigating an early morning stabbing that happened yesterday morning in the Annapolis Walk neighborhood just off of Forest and Bywater Drive. It was just after 1 a.m. the Annapolis Police Department responded to the 1,000 block of Baywind Drive in the Annapolis Walk neighborhood for a reported stabbing. They located an adult male victim who was identified as Deontre Matthews, 34 of Annapolis, suffering from stab wounds to his upper body. He was treated by EMS and transported to the Anarona Medical Center, but later succumbed to his injuries. This is the third homicide within the city of Annapolis. And police are asking for anybody that may have any information to contact them at 410-260-3439. In a late-breaking story yesterday afternoon, we learned that Connie Del Signore, the former CEO in Visit Annapolis, has filed a lawsuit against Robert Clark, who is the president and CEO of Historic Annapolis and the former chairman of the Visit Annapolis Board of Directors. She's seeking more than $75,000 in damages in Anne Arundel County Circuit Court and alleges that Clark crafted a scheme to have her terminated under a misconduct clause based on false accusations. The suit was filed late on Thursday afternoon, just before the circuit court closed for the long weekend, and it was obtained by us yesterday afternoon. It is really a complex tale. It's about 20 pages long. But some of the key allegations are that Clark tried to funnel dollars from visit Annapolis to historic Annapolis to help with the reconstruction of the Bryce House. There were some allegations of some sexual passes. And according to Del Signore, when she rebutted all of those, Clark trumped up some false accusations to get her fired under a misconduct clause in her agreement. We do have the full document on net. You do want to check that out, along with more details on the lawsuit. Her attorney said that he would not be commenting on this, and Robert Clark was not available for comment yesterday afternoon. But there is lots of dirty laundry in that if you want to go take a look at that. And if this ever gets out into court, it'll be interesting to see. Again, she is suing for a minimum of $75,000 in damages, and I'm assuming some reinstatement of some retirement benefits to which she feels that she was entitled. This is a story that will develop throughout the year. You want to keep your eye on that and see what comes of that. Hey, as COVID has changed our world in so many different ways, if you are heading to college, you may be wondering how you're going to afford it and how it's all going to work out in a COVID or a post-COVID world. I have four words for you. Maryland Higher Education Commission, MHEC. You want to go to MHEC? Dot .state.md.us dot dot and check out what they have. Some of the things that are great that you want to consider about, they have the Maryland Community College Promise Scholarship. Now, this has just changed recently due to recent legislation. You no longer have a service obligation to work within the state after you get it, and there used to be an age requirement on that, and those have both been lifted as of July 1st. What that is is that is called a last dollar award and it will award up to $5,000 per year which goes a long way in a Maryland community college, and that's applied after any kind of federal or state financial aid has been applied there. In addition, they've also extended the deadline for applicants to submit the required documentation, and that is now July 31st. Also in the MHEX table, there is the Guaranteed Access Grant Award Program. That covers 100% of the student's financial need, and they may receive an award of up to $19,400 for the 2020-2021 academic year. With COVID, your family may be laid off or you may be laid off and you may be wondering how to afford education. Well, again, MHEC may have an answer for you. If you're in the middle of a four-year study or you're considering starting college, you may look to the Promise Scholarship. You may drop back into community college to finish it out. That may be an option for you. If you're looking to go into a four-year school and you've identified a four-year institution, you can change that on your FAFSA form and drop it back down and have a community college selected. That needs to be done by July 31st as well. If you have completed or are recently ready to complete your associate's degree, but you're wondering how you're going to pay for that four-year college, well, look into the 2 plus 2 transfer scholarship. It's designed to assist and encourage students in community colleges in Maryland to attend a four-year institution within the state. Dig around a lot there. There's a lot of great stuff there. Uh, And the final thing is also the delayed education. And this has been going on for quite some time. But say that you have attended college in the past and for whatever reason, maybe you had a kid, maybe you had a career, maybe there were some personal things that you had to drop out and you just need to finish it up. MHEC administers what they call the Near Completer Grant. So if you are close to graduating on a four year school, look into the Near Completer Grant. Again, it is a last dollar award, which means after any kind of other aid is applied, this will come in and pick it up. And it will pick up to a third of the in county or in state tuition, depending on whether you go to a community college or into a state college. The moral of the story here is just don't let COVID hold you back. If you are looking to go to college, whether it be a community college, many wonderful ones we have here in Maryland or some of the state schools. Again, many wonderful ones in the state of Maryland. There are ways to do it. Again, the website you want to check out is mhec.state.md.us. And that one date that you want to keep in mind is July 31st. That is a big deadline. Hey, big congratulations to Anne and Ethan Brennan, the mother-son founders of Burger and Bands for Suicide Prevention. You'll remember that's a 27-plus band fundraiser that reminds people that are suffering from depression that they are not alone. It's an upbeat, eight-hour-long fundraiser. Originally started in Severna Park up in 2017. They had it in 2018. And in 2019, they had it up there as well as in Annapolis. It's a huge success, and the impetus for that program was Ethan's own struggle with depression and self-harm and the high suicide rate at Severna Park. High school. That did not go unnoticed. Comptroller Peter Francho has virtually this year presented the annual William Donald Schaefer Helping People Award to Ann and Ethan Brennan, founders of Burgers and Bands for Suicide. We did speak with Anne, found out what the deal was for this year's events, and as with everything COVID, it is up in the air, but gosh. Huge congratulations to both Ethan and Anne. And if you want to go back into some of our old podcasts, check out the Burgers and Bands for Suicide Prevention. We had a great time talking to them and learning their story and all the great work they're doing. And finally, as we wrap up, two words for you. Look out. Two more words for you. Be careful. If you're on West Street, the SHA is activating a new traffic signal a little bit later on this morning after the rush hour. They're going to be turning a traffic signal from dark into flashing. And this is at Gibraltar Avenue and West Street right there by the Monarch Academy and the new housing development that's going in there, which will have affordable housing that will remain on flash through Friday, July 10th, when the signal will go into operation into a red, yellow, green. So you want to make sure that you are aware that that's there. So be careful when you're going down West Street. That'll be a good addition to allow the folks at Monarch Academy as well as that housing complex to be able to get out. All right, that does it for us today. Please make sure you're checking out IonAnapolis.net throughout the day because we're going to be updating these stories and more. If you're someplace you can leave a rating or a review, please do that. And let your friends and family and colleagues know about us and how to download the podcast and how to subscribe to this one. Other than that, you need to hang tight. I've got George Young with your local DMV weather forecast coming up in just one minute. But first...
2: Nothing else can make me feel so fine.
0: Going out? You need the most up-to-date local weather. Here's George Young from DMV Weather in Annapolis with today's forecast.
2: Hey everyone, this is George with DMV Weather and this is your Eye on Annapolis forecast for Tuesday, July 7th. Yesterday was another typical July day with 80s and 90s across the region and today will bring more of the same as well with highs again 80s and 90s with a small but valid chance of p.m. storms. Then it's a basic repeat tomorrow through the weekend with more heat and humidity typical of this time of year as temps are generally going to be in the 85 to 93 degree range each day with a fairly standard risk for p.m. showers and storms due to the relatively moist humid air mass over the region. Okay, that's it for today. This is George Young of DMV Weather. Make it a great day out there. Stay healthy and be safe. And be sure to get our free app on all of your devices by searching DC MDVA Weather in the Apple or Google App Store. And also follow us on Facebook and Twitter and use our website at dmvweather.com. So you can always stay weather-informed. Very few things in life are so precious and so irreplaceable that we all must do our part to protect them. The Chesapeake Bay is one of those things. You can do your part by contributing to the Chesapeake Bay and Endangered Species Fund. It's that little line item you'll see at the very end of your Maryland tax return. Any amount you give makes a difference, and it's tax deductible. I'm Peter Francho, Maryland Comptroller. Our Bay and Rivers thank you. Learn more about the Chesapeake Bay Trust at cbtrust.org.
0: You've been listening to the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. Tell your friends and colleagues this is the podcast where you can keep up on the latest with what's going on in Annapolis. And also tell them about our website, eyeonannapolis.net, where you can find even more information. This podcast comes to you every Monday through Friday at 7 a.m., keeping you informed with the Eye on Annapolis Daily News Brief. And take a moment to listen to our other podcast, The Maryland Crabs, released every Thursday at noon.